0: Welcome to our podcast, She Inspires, a podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage, designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully.
1: I'm Gina Marie. And I'm Haley. Hey, everybody. There she is with her screech. We're back. We're excited.
0: We are here. We're back. We're back. And I've got to tell you, I mean, I am... Okay, I'm ten days away from my delivery of our son, but I am feeling fabulous, and I don't want to jinx it because a part of my brain is like, "Well, Gina Marie, this is probably like euphoria right before you know the the ground starts like pulling out from under you." But I feel so good today, and then we have an angel on the podcast today. I mean, it's just too good to be true.
1: We are blessed. You are blessed, and you are not going to jinx it. You you ride that euphoria, <laughs> because y'all, I believe he's coming early. I don't think you have eleven days. I think you have more like eight days. Oh my I think god, that's what we <laughs> that's what we have in front of us, and I can't wait. I can't wait. He's getting ready. You are ready, and um, our little baby baby boy will be here before we know it. And uh, so that's what we getting some podcasts on the deck for y'all. We're, we're doing it. Ladies are here, and we are here. Y'all, we really are here with an angel on Earth. So, <gasps> tell yes. them. Tell them about her. We have to tell you. It is our dear, sweet friend, Coco. And Coco is, um, oh my god, do you know what you are, Coco? You are like one of those superstars who only has one name. Like, I don't, I just <laughs> god. want. God. Like, you are just known as Coco. And people. Yes, like Madonna. People, yes. And people sure. know who you are and that's it. That's all she needs because she really is just a light on this earth. She is up to many things and we are so grateful to get to talk to you today. Coco,
2: come on and say hi. Y'all are so sweet. Like I'm grinning so hard. Thank y'all so there much for is. having me. Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> hi.
2: We're Coco, so what do you want to right tell here. these people?
1: What do you want to tell them about like who you are, what you're up to, uh, what you've been doing today. Yeah,
2: first, I want to tell them how grateful I am for y'all and your energy and just, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, who am I? That's such a loaded question. I'm a child of God. Okay. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I am. I am. Um, a TP graduate, which I'm so thankful for not only what I learned throughout the program, but just for the community and the connection of um, just y'all and mm-hmm. everyone that I met through TP. I am a fitness instructor full-time. I teach at Define. I teach cycling, uh, bounce, which is a trampoline-based class, um, yoga, bar classes, and it is... Um, a true dream to be able to do something that you are so passionate about and get a workout at the same time so oh my god
1: Coco we've been talking about taking that bounce class with you for a while now oh my god oh, at
2: least at least nine to ten months because <laughs> <I> mean, um am <laughs> over here
1: has been baking a baby um, oh my god we
0: love those trampolines they're super fun
1: Every time mm-hmm. Define posts something, Gina-Marie, like, sends it to me via, to like, direct message, and she's like, we need to try this. I just, I, I just
0: love to see the bouncing. I even thought about, you know, like, after the baby, I even thought about buying my own, but then I was like, well, I wouldn't know what to do on there, so I need to go to your class first so I can
2: learn, and then I can do it on my own little trampoline. For sure. The good, one, there's, like, super affordable options now, and... um. I mean, college or COVID pandemic, all these classes online now. Like, you really can do so much from you're home. You're absolutely right. Um, and of course, like, praise the Lord, studios are open. So, I'll be waiting for you. Ooh,
1: that you're there.
2: comfortable. Have you been teaching in studio and online, Coco? Yeah. You so that both? that has been um, that was a really interesting way of like we've always kind of been dabbling with on-demand stuff before and though like as soon as everything kind of like forced us to find a virtual platform um we were all in in that regard of creating like a pretty consistent live stream schedule um which was interesting and um a blessing in terms of like still being able to connect with clients because you know when you're like similarity y'all like yeah they're my co-workers but they're also like my friends and they're the people that I spend a good amount of my time with so um still being able to maintain that throughout a time where there was a lot of isolation um was just huge um and when the studios did open I felt comfortable enough to uh go back into studios and teach uh with clients in person so yeah I'm doing both that's awesome. That's mm-hmm.
0: amazing. So our mm-hmm. series that we're doing right now is focused on women in quarantine and what their experience has been like. And is there anything that you would like to share about your quarantine experience with us? I mean, it's just been so cool to hear how women navigate through this oh, I time. Know. I
2: was listening to your um, previous interviews and talks mm-hmm. with guys. There's some incredible stories. It's, uh, it's fascinating it's when I was thinking of just like the last few months, like reflecting on it, um, to say things distinctly, is just like, it's really hard to narrow it down. Um, It's been a really, at the risk of like, I don't wanna sound tone deaf because I understand that a lot of people have hurt or have lost loved ones over this time. It's been almost a welcomed reprieve in a pretty busy schedule. Mm-hmm. It's been um, times of grief uh, with like businesses and friends losing jobs and people losing loved ones, and um, so it's been it's been so interesting the di- different directions my emotions take me in with um, thinking of since COVID kind of came into our full-time lives. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been really welcomed being able to become um, more essential with my schedule. Um, I was pretty much like a work, work, work till a trip, and then work, Mm -hmm. work, work until another trip, and then work, work, work till another trip. And so not to say that I didn't enjoy my times when I was in Houston, and though it's... um, you know, the trips were no longer an option. So, and sometimes at times like the work was no longer an option. And so finding the more, um, day-to-day things that were taken for granted, or maybe not prioritized before and, um, spending, you know, like I was chatting with y'all about, like my spending time with my parents has been so cool because, um, it wasn't as, often as during pandemic. Spending time with, or I guess being more selective of what I said yes to, uh, mainly out of like, like you had to be a little bit more essential or a lot of bit more essential with who and what you were doing and who you were seeing. And so um, there was a lot of things that maybe I had just grown in the habit of doing because I had already committed to it or maybe because it was an obligation Um, which sometimes felt like I was not in choice with a lot Mm -hmm. of my day-to-day activities. So uh, that part was kind of interesting and and like, I was a little resistant to it. I was very salty about losing my trips and Mm
1: -hmm.
2: understanding that, you know, there were still things here that were, you know, like, I've, I'm probably the only cycling instructor that doesn't know how to ride an outdoor bike. And so, <laughs> learning how to ride outside and truly falling in love with it. Like, I explored parts of Houston that, like, I've never even seen. And um, that was fun. That part, that part was interesting. That was fun. And then it got really hot. So, that went yes. no And now we're back. Kind of. It's still damn hot. But we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and Coco, one thing I want to say um, for uh, some of our listeners and a lot of our community will understand this. And a lot of them don't. But being a full-time fitness instructor, that is no joke. Like how many classes were you teaching a week prior to COVID-19?
2: And this will tie into like the using trips as like little pieces of, you know, encouragement for me like it it would be anywhere between like 15 and 20 classes a week
1: wow 15 to 20 classes a week y'all and let me tell you this week i taught seven yoga classes in five days so i did a couple of doubles a day um it takes thing to give to people in that way that you do when you're like instructing any kind of Mm. like a cycling Uh, yoga, like anything you're doing as an instructor, as a teacher. And a lot of you get this as classroom teachers, you really are there for other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Which means
1: you Coco on a weekly basis gave and gave and gave to people for hours and hours and hours on end. And there really is like a balance of, and Gina Marie and I talk about this. Like, where is the balance and the boundary of like holding your own energy, your own space, caring for yourself and the balance of giving to others. Because I'm mm-hmm. teacher, sure, you know, we always want to give and and we love, uh, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you would say this, so I, we love what we do. I love getting to teach and lead, yet at some point there are, there are weeks when I teach a lot that I'm at the end of it and I'm just drained. Mm-hmm. And so I can really relate to what you're speaking about. And I think a, like a lot of the country is, is getting a little, a little bit of a wake up call of, why are we all hustling so much and what are we hustling for? Yeah. Where's where's the, um, I'm really loving the term instead of balance, like the harmony of it all, where do we integrate and harmonize all of the things we're doing in a way that we can care for ourselves and others, Yeah, all the things that we love in our lives. And I think COVID-19 really gave us a, a, a real big wake up call, like a hit in the face a little bit about like, Hey, you're absolutely forced to look at
2: I mean, when you are so used to, cause I, am I think I may be in my ninth or 10th year of like teaching and wow. to have that like taken away kind of abruptly, it also left a huge void
1: mm-hmm. because
2: I am so used to that. Like I get to connect with the most amazing clients over and over and over and over and over again like we're seeing you know like a volume of people daily that you know is it's it's just it's such a huge blessing and once you kind of get over that like initial like i i'm not going to be able to give every client a hug i'm not able to see every client i'm not able Mm -hmm. to you know keep up with everyone the same um i take for granted that my body allows me to do stuff like that right so mm. it, at the beginning of the the adjusting to the live stream schedule and you know me just kind of like figuring out like well, what what's gonna happen with the business what's gonna happen with the studio um I slept so much and it was so on one hand welcomed and on the other hand like so uneasy just the unknown um made it for like a kind of like restless sleep it, but the, it was definitely one of those days where it's like that I completely needed that I needed to sleep I probably still need to sleep and so it's because like you work until a vacation but then on vacation you're not like taking mm-hmm. long naps and stuff so I mean maybe you are I don't know maybe you're doing vacation right maybe I'm just overdoing it but
0: <laughs> it, it does
2: it does have um its own balance thank you um, it does have its own balance of uh, once you you know stop resisting once you surrender to the situation, just finding the um, the parts of it that you know weren't things that I was resistant to were a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. in a lot of senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: There, well, so go ahead, Haley. Give some. No, the only thing
1: I was going to say, and I want to hear what you want to say, Junior. The only thing I was going to say is I realized right when COVID started too how much I resisted resting and how uncomfortable mm. it can be for me sometimes. Absolutely. And it's like when I would overwork myself, I was okay with resting because I thought, well, now I deserve it because I, I worked so it. hard, yep, right? And now I'm like spent, I have to, right? There was no choice. Yet after the first couple of weeks of COVID where I too, I did sleep a lot. And I think just emotionally being drained and emotionally mm-hmm. and like holding everything. But then I got to a point where I was like, Okay, well, but if I'm just sitting around and not doing very much, what am I worth? What is my life worth? What am I doing here? And that was just so uncomfortable to be with yeah. a little bit. Like, can I be okay and be yeah. loved and be successful in this life if I'm not doing anything a lot of the yeah. time? And it's been eight months of that. Yeah. For so, sure. That, that's just something to get used to. Yes, well, that was
0: you guys hit on the two things I was going to say. Um, the the first thing is that, um, so one way that I like to function, Coco, is like a hundred percent. And so for a long time, I was doing. I mean, let me tell you, I would do like a yoga class and a spin class in the same day. I don't know how you did it every as much as you did because I would do it probably, if I'm honest, probably five times a week. Um, and it was this, um, uh, it was like an obsession for me. And then I had not only because of pregnancy, but because of, of quarantine, I had to slow way down, way down. I mean, I was, I was working out every single day. Now I take off two, three days. I do a max 45 minutes a day and it just blows my mind of like the, the difference for me, but I had to rest, and it really caused me to rest, which I don't think I would have gotten there on my own if I'm honest. And that's, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is is, and what I'm kind of dealing with right now is like this whole identity of who am I when I'm not teaching and when I'm not a teacher. And um, I just had to give up my, my classes for my maternity leave. And um, I mean, I cried all through my last class last Friday because I feel that that very much is like who I am yet. I have to have, have to remind myself it's a part of me, but it's not who I am. And, um, so I've had so many realizations during this time and it's been really challenging, like really, um, like uh bold realizations and those are the two that I have been working on and working through and I can totally relate to everything both of y'all are saying. I mean it's a it's it's been a time of like you're saying welcomed change, needed change, and at the same time being really resistant to
2: it. Mm. It's such a weird like paradox because mm. it's felt I feel like that if I could think of one theme throughout all of this, it really has been like discernment, discernment in not adopting everyone else's perspective on things and not allowing for my own judgments to cloud like this current situation that we've never been in. So you know, operating from a place of like being truly in the now, like literally like with things that were evolving and changing so quickly. And so adapting to that and though not allowing like external judgments to um, really impact me the way that they, they kind of did for a bit. It was, um really interesting navigating like other people's it's it's all like social media has allowed for us to stay connected with clients connected with friends even though everyone is kind of in their own place and though it's also like overly exposed me to opinions and emotions that like aren't mine and so being able to kind of find that harmony of Holding space for this is how you feel about something, and I honor and I respect that, and this is how I feel about it, and they may not align, and that's okay, which felt at times like easier for me to reconcile, and though I didn't notice like I was not being a hundred percent myself openly because I just like feared judgment, you know I feared mm-hmm. like I didn't want my friends to feel like I was being reckless or I didn't want clients to, you know, think that I wasn't, um, respecting rules or whatever. And this is like me going on a bike ride. You know what I mean? Like it was something that was just, uh, felt, felt very fine and safe for me. And, um, and the, it was like, it took a while. It took a while for me to be like, no, I can, I can sit in what feels right for me. And um, not be apologetic or secretive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been that that kind of discernment in that regard has been like really cool, and it's been um, a really great growth experience because it's then like led into other things, like other beliefs that I'm like I either that doesn't work for me anymore, or I'm having to like unlearn a lot of things that I took as like this is this is a fact, this is a hard truth. And then just seeing like, okay, I, maybe I wasn't right about that or that no longer is how I feel about something. And so it's been cool because uh, maybe those things would not have come up. Maybe they would have come up if the pandemic hadn't happened, but um, that aspect of it has been very valuable. Like unlearning, relearning, discerning, being able to detach from, um, just external opinions mm-hmm. yeah so I welcome that I, I didn't welcome it that's very generous of me to say I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> <It's probably laughs> like, no well I, I could think of the number of times that I was like I'm just gonna delete Instagram and then i <laughs> like but I'm also alone and so no yeah mm.
0: Hmm. You mm-hmm. know, one thing that I think we, we haven't talked about yet on this podcast, and it's something that I really want to talk about, is what you're, you just said, alone. I feel like one thing that this pandemic or quarantine life that we've been living in has, um, I think at times, it has brought people closer together. And I would almost say most of the time, I don't know if you guys can relate to this, I feel like it's put a lot of distance between people. And um, as someone who, like we're talking about, who was feeding off that um, teacher student energy all the time, and now, you know, sitting there and really just having like, maybe my four people that I talk to and communicate with and are checking in on me and I'm checking in on them. It's been very interesting on friendship this time. I feel like, or even like relationship. Do you guys, can you, do you get what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. It's a, that's part of the discernment is like, well, who do I allow back into my day to day or my week to week? And that sounds hella arrogant. I don't mean for it to, and though like it's, you know, I was always the person who my friends would joke, like, you're the queen of stopping by. Like, I feel like I want to participate in a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. And I know my time is very limited and I'm super boring when it comes to, like, I don't really stay out late. I don't really go out a lot. So um, being able to become, like, really essential with who I see and and now that things are kind of loosening back up, it's it's like... I could see you, and I'm not. And just mm-hmm. being okay with that, being okay with not maybe being a part of every single activity, every single group, and, and now that things are, you know, getting into, like, in-person meetings again, um, it's like I'm not ready to pack my schedule again, you know? Yes. I could... Because I have the availability now, and like being able to be like, um, not, not like in the place where I want to like necessarily water that garden or invest in this time or um, some friendships that uh, maybe weren't like maintained as closely as before. It's okay when there's friendships out of convenience, you know, that's, that's a pretty normal thing when you're, you know, out and about a lot. Um, But it's also made me like super appreciate the people that I feel like I want to be able to like see super regularly and keep up with and just continue to nurture those kinds of friendships instead of just being like a mega friend to everyone and not invested like very much in a small group mm-hmm.
1: yes 100 well, i feel like this has quarantine and COVID 19 has um it's like revealed for lack of a better term like what what's important who's important what you're saying coco is like where you want to spend your time uh where it matters to spend our time and then what you're saying too Gina marie is um you know we are physically separate but they're like very like very well some of us you know some people maybe not so much and a lot of us have chosen to you know separate and and to be apart during this time for a lot of different reasons and and uh I'm just noticing how much I do miss like f- being in the physical space with people mm-hmm. and I've done pretty good like I also I consider myself an introvert that's how I recharge that's how, like I'm always coming back to me I'm like you two Coco I'm boring most of the time, like my butt at home with my man and my puppy is like every night it's during quarantine. I'm like heaven, euphoria, this is heaven. <laughs> yes, I am just like oh, this is my life. Um, yet I do notice that you know at the times where I have seen, I saw um my brother and his wife for the first time since Christmas, probably last weekend. They were up um at my parents' house, and so we went and spent some time outside by the pool with them and. I'm got to have dinner with them. And, and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the first time I've like been around anyone other than like the three girlfriends I see Everett and Brutus. And then like my parents occasionally, you know, when I'd be able to go up and see them and, and it just had me realize that like, I do miss, I do miss seeing like the convenience of seeing people in, in, community at the Mm -hmm. studio in Mm -hmm. the spin like the people that I would see yet I also am very clear about who my people are and the ones that I want to spend that quality time with yeah with and I do think that what you're saying Gina Marie is is there are some people in my life who I have grown apart from like farther away from and I do believe that's okay I will, like the, my sense is that I can still love them and let them be over there yeah. where before it was like, okay, I love you. We, you know, it, it was the, like the casual, oh, let's get coffee or let's go get wine. Or like you run into them, like we need to get together. Yep. And then sometimes that would never happen or it would happen just once every couple months. And there's like, um, I don't know, a nicety in that. It's like, that's nice.
2: Yeah. That
1: I'm really coming to my values of like, who, uh, like that, that actually spreads me more thin then has me feel connected to myself, connected to the people I love, and, and then also to have time to work on what's important to me and yeah. in my life and nourish I will those never relationships
2: forget and, and career. Nathan, one of the things that Nathan, my blessed, lovely, amazing Nathan Harrington said, "You sometimes you have to be a no to be a yes. Mm-hmm. And I've held on to that so much. And, you know, even through TEP, like, no is a complete sentence. And that's that's been lovely and um it's according to like how apparently all of us are feeling like it's 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 kind of it's okay it's okay to feel that way that you know it doesn't there's no meaning assigned to that it doesn't necessarily mean anything negative and it uh it does free up that space it's just it's one of those things where I realized how many things I was like man if I had time to do that I did not I beat myself up so much in the beginning for like not really being like productive. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. I should learn Portuguese or like, what about a nutrition (laughs) course? Or like I'm going to post all of those things on Poshmark. Nothing, not one of those things happened. I don't know Portuguese any more than I did before. And it's, there's not nothing in my closet on Poshmark. Like all of the things that like, I felt like I needed to do to stay busy Mm -hmm. didn't happen. And so, um, and just like, yeah just kind of being okay with that being okay with not having people to OC. and now that like people are coming back out and about still not doing that
1: like mm-hmm. not
2: not doing those like coffee dates that just kind of felt like almost like when when the time came due them I was like this is kind of like a little bit of a chore like I do love you and like this is not um yeah yeah making just, time for what it I seems- want to do Seems yeah. like overwhelming,
1: or like yeah. pushing me over over the edge. Yeah.
2: When you're blocking a schedule like stacking things mm-hmm. on top of one another, anything feels like a chore. Like going right. to get my eyes checked today felt like a chore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's that's been cool. That part is. Oh, that's nice. awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we could talk so, to you all day, Coco. I, I like know
0: how- we could talk to you all day. So what is? So we're rounding up the end of our time together. So what is, what is one thing, Haley always loves to ask this question, like what is one word that you're carrying with you post, um, well, shut down, I guess we could say, <laughs> um, during this quarantine time? Like, Or and it could even be multiple words because I'm a person that loves multiple words. Mm-hmm. Like what are you carrying with you?
2: Mm. Um. Well, my initial word is faith. Mm -hmm. Love it. And I mean that in faith in God and faith in that humanity will come back together because I've never felt more uneasy with the situations around us. Um, And I know that that will reconcile. Like I'm confident Mm -hmm. that will reconcile. So um, discernment for sure. Mm-hmm. and i know this is such a typical yogi thing but I surrender and yeah, we love surrender it's a good one it's a good one i know i know that it's said over and over again and like it's probably one of my favorite intentions in yoga in life and just mm. n- ceasing resistance in the term of like situations and relationships and the world in general you know it's been mm-hmm. like there's uh, a lot going on overseas in Lebanon that is mm-hmm. so hard to be far from and mm-hmm. allowing, you know, stepping back and not being such a fixer and a doer to the extent that I want to be in that situation has just like allowed me to like lean further into faith and further into like surrendering that, you know, the situation is going to play out and but God willing it'll play out in the best way possible for mm. everyone and um those are my three i know i picked three three is good no, we, like, we, we. three, like, for three someone is perfect three, like me, three is fantastic three is fabulous <gasps> oh,
1: faith discernment and surrender yeah, yes it. thank
2: you
0: so much
2: my pleasure. So, girl, nice you. You, you are, are a gem thank thanks y'all mm.
0: and we yeah. love you we're crazy about you Keep doing your thing, Superstar. You are leading and teaching by example, and we're so honored to know you.
1: You are a light in our lives and in so many. Thank you you for being um, such a beautiful teacher and our teacher. We love you very much. I love
2: y'all. I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye, listeners. We love you guys. See you next time.